Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad movies. That's pretty much it. I'm your host, Alex Falcone. You can find me on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. And we are recording live today from the Sex Pot Studios in beautiful-ish Denver, Colorado, uh, at the last and final Crom Festival. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. We're right, burning yeah. it down. Festival is a bit of an overstatement for what it is. But. <laughs> uh, it was very... You, an area very, to do comedy. <laughs> a, a couple of shows. Right. Uh, so let me introduce you to the panel today. I have such a great panel of all uh, Crom Fest performers. Uh, we're going to go... We're not going to go around the table in any fashion because um, this is the order that I already wrote them in. Uh, first up, from Portland, Oregon, at KT Nuggin on Twitter. Is that how you pronounce it? Nuggin? Yes, Nuggin. Nuggin. Okay. This is Katie. This is Katie Wynn. She's okay. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> I do okay. <laughs> I'm un- and I'm fine with that, so I'm pretty even killed. Uh, just to be clear, that was a thing from the movie. Do you remember that when they were like letting people into the soda shop? She's like, oh, oh this is so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. I, which I think meant not that's, a narc, but to me word. was like means that you're like not great. Uh, also joining us from Los Angeles, uh, he's at John Durnell, uh, missing an H in the John part. Oh yeah, I don't need that extra silent letter. Uh, all right, let's go, Jack. He's red hot. It's John Durnell. It's me, everybody. That's also a line from the movie. In case you guys didn't see the game, it's real keen. And yeah, that was thrown in a lot in the movie. Also mm-hmm. from Los Angeles, uh, at I am Robbie Hoffman. With a Y in the Robbie uh, and an I at the beginning of I am. Uh, I'm always happy to have her retire, retire permanently. It's Robbie Hoffman. Hi. Uh, yeah, that was really funny, also. But uh, yeah, you're all right. Let's do this podcast. Yeah, that would be swell. You're all right. <laughs> uh, today's episode is brought to you by Amazon.com. Uh, so this movie's in the public domain. So, okay, so you're giving me weird luck because you don't know. So. Uh, uh, if you were going to shop anyone on Amazon, if you go to Amazon first, it redirects you, and we get a portion of the proceeds. It's our uh, affiliate link, and they didn't own Amazon, so we bought it. Hmm. Um, probably not with the terms of service. Anyway, Amazon, uh, and obviously you, this movie you don't need to buy because it's in the public domain. Normally, we'd recommend you buy the movie with our link, but because uh, you can just watch this on YouTube. Um, but you can buy a lot of great drug stuff on Amazon, including uh, this Houseables Bottle Brush and Pipe Cleaner Set, nine pieces, nylon, natural, and synthetic bristles, only $9.99. Good for cleaning water tubes, pipes, bongs, beer, just beer, canning jars, and bird feeders. So all that and more available on Amazon.com. That's just $9.29 with Prime Shipping. There's also a lot of uh, glass pipes for smoking legal tobacco products on Amazon. I was surprised. Well, yeah, in some states you can't call them. Also, you can get an Arizona green tea diversion staff safe, or stash safe, which is like a fake can of tea, but you unscrew the bottom, put your oh, drugs yeah. in there. Yeah. What's yeah. a can? Oh, the can of Arizona tea? Yeah, What's it's like a can, can of tea? It looks like it. Yeah, it looks like iced a can of Arizona iced, iced tea. Iced tea. Iced tea. Yeah. But you can unscrew yeah, the bottom, really and drugs, you're like, you think you're getting sweet iced tea, drugs. I think I had a Lysol can like that. No, I, I saw like a Coke can yeah. like that too once. Yeah, it blew my mind. Clever stoners. I like it. Uh, well, I think they learned a lot from Reefer Madness. You might remember in the beginning they showed us how to smuggle stuff. But oh yeah, yes. mm-hmm. <laughs> the Hollow Watch. I bought a three and a half. Is that still a denomination of weed? A three and a half. Uh, an eighth. <laughs> yes, an eighth. Oh, okay. Well, three point five. Maybe in Canada it's a three. Yeah. So, so I bought one <laughs> of these. Because of the metric system. Oh yeah. Uh, four years ago. And it came out of a Coke can. You think any of that weed is still good? I had probably half of it. Does weed go bad? It does it go bad? I it, think it could. The the key, you can still smoke it. I've smoked like a few years old weed when I visited home. It's not good, <laughs> but it will still get you high. 
Mm-hmm. It just won't be as good of a high because it'll be all dried. Because they cure it. They don't just dry it out. They cure it. Like, and it's like a whole process. There's like art oh. to it. Some people are really good at it. And some of it, like, if you look at it, like, this is poorly cured. So yours is by now probably, like, not the best texture for enjoyment. But you also get high. It's got THC in it. Look at that. Okay. I like the story. I was back home. So there's like some old childhood weed. When you were visiting your parents. No, it's like stuff I bought when I was like 21 and then I was like 25 and I was like, hey. <laughs> Mom and dad didn't find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this is episode number 391 of the podcast. Wow. I know. We've now yeah. we've now done as many episodes as the age of the uh, bonsai tree at the U.S. National Arboretum in Washington, D.C. <laughs> 391 years old. Yeah, where is? It's a white, pli- white pine planted in 1625. In 1976, it was given to the U.S. as a gift by bonsai master... Masuro Yamaki, uh, and we haven't fucked it up yet, so we oh. still have it. Isn't that cool? That's really cool. Yeah. Perhaps even more incredible, Yamaki and the tree were both in Hiroshima at the time of the U.S. bombing, and they both survived it. Wow. Yeah. What Speaking of incredibly dangerous plumes, this week we're talking about the 1936 film Reefer Madness. You can smile with your mouth. Laugh at that. It was better than you gave it credit for. Nice. You smiled. Ha! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, wow. It was a long way to go for that. Um, this is this is originally produced. This is Reefer Madness. This is the not the colorized one, and we did not watch the musical. This is the 1936 film, originally produced by a church under the title Tell Your Children, and it was produced by Dwayne Esper, who is known for such great work as the 1934 film Sex Maniac. Why didn't we watch that one? I know, it does sound fun. Here's the plot summary of, (laughs) this is from the plot summary. It includes the line, Buckley's wife discovers the body of the real doctor and blackmails Dawn into turning her husband into a zombie. So we could have watched that film. And it's called Sex Maniac? Sex Maniac. Might be a Well, we got a sex maniac in this one. We did get at least one. Yeah, that's true. Right. Uh, He also produced How to Undress in Front of Your Husband, 1937, uh, which is a short (laughs) film. I love that they were making, you know, female movies from the female perspective in the 1930s. It's amazing. It sounds exactly like... (laughs) What people really need. That one is like... So I was reading about that one. Tell me how to undress. It's a classic, like, goofus and gallant situation where uh, they have like somebody undress really nicely, and then and then the other lady is like done, doing a bad job of it. Oh my goodness, her blouse is all the way on the other side of the room. <laughs> it, yeah, it, she... it was a lot about where you put the clothes after you take them off. It wasn't yeah. like here's how zippers work. Uh, also, fold them neatly. He also placed made them on the chair. He also made sex madness, which is not related to sex maniac. Was he ever locked up? This it man? sounds like that should be the sequel. Yeah, and then like in 1948, fixation. he made the movie The Love Life of Adolf Hitler. So really seems wow. like a great oeuvre. Uh, so he took this Ooh. film. So this was originally made by a church group. He took it, recut it up, and made it more exploitation style. Uh, so it's not. This may not truly reflect the auteur's intent. Is how I feel about this. Hmm. You know, they cheated a little bit. What did, what did the church group want this to look like? Was it this? I, I mean, think it was just the first five minutes of it. They produced all that footage, the church group, and he just mixed it up? Yeah, he just... Re- re- actually, I think he added the scene of how the different um, the different ways to smuggle it, like we were talking about earlier. Like okay. the one where they like take apart a gold uh, pocket watch, and there's like a tiny bit of drugs in there. That's The watch is way more expensive than those drugs. Oh, yeah. And then all the shoes. like in the, Yeah, a lot the of hollow shoes. shoes. Yeah. Especially high heels. Right. Because <laughs> so. they're bigger, right? That was the whole reason? I guess so. So a lot of ladies were smuggling, like, what was it, heroin and cocaine? Yeah, in your feet area? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you were making a great tapping sound like you were bored with me. No. No, I just, I tap things. So, uh, <laughs> you do. Uh, oh, so when, why are we watching this? Classic question. Uh, we're in Denver, right? And uh, 
also this is real so there's this obvious denver pot thing that we had to do mm-hmm. uh but also because i've never seen it and i've always wanted to know what it actually is like um and i also really like city stereotypes so after this we're gonna go to casa bonita and it's gonna be great mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna, it's gonna be great i'm teen- really excited teenage cliff drivers it's gonna be awesome have you been no i've only seen it on south park yeah, yeah. same 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 yeah it is fun it's not great but it's fun uh, all right, so let's, let's talk about this movie. Let theme me, of the weekend. Let Based me, on that, so <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go back to the days and then take a nap. But I encourage you all to enjoy. It, it is, it is so fun. Thank you. Robert. So the here's the summary of the movie, in case you haven't seen it. This is provided by openflix.com today. Uh, you guys are familiar with Jim Gray's work? Uh, He's a commenter on openflix.com. Um the ostensible story involves a group of upstanding young high school students who succumb to the allure of the killer weed. What follows, as if by natural progression, is a catalog of crimes that includes hit-and-run driving, loose morals, rape, murder, suicide, and my personal favorite, permanent insanity. Is that your favorite, too, of that list? I like loose morals myself. I do like the yeah. loose morals, but I do love that it's called killer weed. Like, that's like that should be a name of some weed. Like get, <laughs> Killer weed? Get, kill, yeah, it's a little get, on the nose. That would be like, tasty food. Well, yeah, but someone has to have named Mr. There's a restaurant killer. in Portland called Tasty. That's true. Yeah, that's so, true. There you go. Uh, right made. So, uh, let's see. Uh, the action is at times hysterical in both senses. That you So hysterical that you may forget to inhale. Honors go to the wild-eyed, cackling hophead David O'Brien. His performance reaches a raw intensity that's hard to imagine. One, <laughs> one measure of the film's pervasive influence is the extent to which the title continues to be invoked in news stories about decriminalization and medical marijuana, which is true. There's so many things called... Uh, called Reefer Madness now. There's also a book. Isn't that, isn't there, there's a book about uh, smuggling in South America that's called that too. Anyway, uh, great film to see in Stoned. That's according to Jim Gray. Thanks, Jim. Uh, he also added in response to another user that uh, they believe that um, this movie was secretly funded by DuPont so as to sink the industrial cannabis production in the United States so they could get all of their cool rayon into stores. I'm not sure if I buy that. I wouldn't put it past DuPont. I mean, they're not great people, but, like, this doesn't seem like it was secretly funded. Right? It's, like, two sets, five people you've never heard of, an hour-long film. It would have, it would have been more powerf- powerful for you if they had more special effects? Then I'd be like, oh, someone with a lot of money secretly funded this movie. Hey, there was some really cool special effects with that uh, that car scene, buddy. The Come hit on. and run? Yeah. yeah. Did you, did yeah. you see them speed up the film? <laughs> yeah, the, the film. That was, wow. Come on. Like... <laughs> One second they're standing, the next they're... Yeah. I love that I actually have no... I, I have no vision for but like I thought I didn't know that they f- sped it up like I don't know the difference between HD and regular TV like there are differences I still don't are see your eyes I feel broken? like if TV was still 1930s TV it wouldn't be a huge demotion for me TV wise okay okay <laughs> like for other people it would be like people who love tech or like my brother who's always yeah. the latest thing he notices blu-ray to this I for would me, love to see you in terrible. like a in like a Best Buy and then somebody's trying to sell you on the small differences between TVs. And you're like, no. oh, yeah, that does I look I don't know fine. small differences of anything, like Coke and Pepsi. I don't at all know the difference, like not even. So you're the person that we never see in those commercials, the one that gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. like yeah. I want B. They're like, uh, are they're, you sure? I like both of these colas. Thank I you. I like both. Oh, well, my favorite in this Refreshing. movie was the colas like soda. I don't drink the stuff. And then he's like, well, you yeah. owe me a root beer. I'm like, yeah. Are you a moron? <laughs> I actually this had a guy a argue with me that root beer. I was trying to guess his favorite drink, and and one point I asked a question: Was it pop or not? And he said it wasn't pop. And then I asked him a billion more questions. We couldn't figure it out. And eventually, he's like, "It's root beer." I was like, "I asked you if that was pop. 
And he didn't consider it a soda pop either. Is root beer considered a, flo- a flavor? Yahoo answers, hell yeah. All right, there you go. Yeah, it's, it's a flavor it's of a, soda. It's a flavor of soda. Sorry, is root beer considered a flavor of soda? That's what I meant to say. Yeah, I just yeah. misread. Yeah, Apparently it's definitely a soda. Don't think it it's is. 100% a soda. I mean, this is the 1930s. Stuff was weird back then. Oh, you're telling me. I mean, <laughs> I shouldn't the, have even watched apparently this Apparently the movie. weed was better because <laughs> they were really reacting to it differently. They than... took it really hard. Okay, so this time... Uh, According was... to this movie, all the Nazis were doing were smoking reefer. That's why the whole Holocaust happened. Oh, man. They should have just extrapolated this theory and been like, well... If not for weed, maybe Germany would be a little different. Just running around with fire extinguishers, you could have stopped this whole problem. Exactly. The uh, it's, yeah. it's we should before we talk too much about the movie, we should do the compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. We open and close with the compliment. Oh. Uh, it's how we stay fair and balanced, even if the thing is very bad. Uh, John, I'm going to make you go first in the major compliments. What's your What's your first compliment for Reefer Madness? Well, I like that they used real research uh, beforehand. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. This was based on actual events. So I'm happy they did that. Yeah. Um, they were listing, I'm trying to remember, they were listing different cases of real uh, marijuana problems. And I, the two I wrote down were the cases of a young woman found in the company of five men. Which I don't know how that makes the news. There was very little happening in the 30s. I guess they were so. Like, they're like an they orgy were, happened. <laughs> Only the Front Holocaust. Page. Moving on. But Nothing to write about. This Nothing is to early report 30s. About. This is like 35. Well, okay, yeah. No, well, 36. 36. Well, so they were writing in 35. It's a little pre-Holocaust. The ghettos. Before the Holocaust, they were like, just, lady, hanging out with men. Yeah. Tonight at six. Boo cocky scene. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, probably not that. Bad. I hope not. Uh, hey, speaking of boo cocky, I heard uh, in your home city, uh, someone <laughs> threw semen on someone. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah, on the max. Yeah. On the max? Or on the bus. It's on TriMet. Oh, that's gross. You, yeah. you said that with a real jocular tone. That sounds horrible. <laughs> Guys, I just heard the best news. That's happened. Did you know in Portland? (laughs) Gross. John did sell it. We did. Our the the TriMet barber just got uh, just went to jail. Oh yeah, guy was cutting locks of women's hair. Yeah. Just on the on the the max and multiple times got caught, caught, got banned, went to jail over it because he kept doing it. And he just got out. What was that? Either just got out or he just went in. I thought. What if we found out he was donating the hair to like cancer victims? Would we be (laughs) locks of hate? Would we be okay with that? Just uh, yeah, that's real mixed. Mixed feelings. Robin Hood kind of distributing the hair. Yeah, stealing from the rich of hair. Stealing from the hairy, giving to the hairless. (laughs) I don't think that was his thing. Uh, I think he was more like smelling it and then throwing semen on people. I yeah. Mm. Wish we hadn't talked about that. Um, <laughs> oh, and then the sec- so the two cases were young woman found in the company of five men and young man was a reefer smoker, killed his whole family with an axe. <laughs> right. Those yeah. are like on parallel tracks of their research. That was I'm, I'm really surprised at the killing the whole family with an axe. I mean, that one, that's real extreme. Then, <laughs> also, like, it's a kind of productivity that you don't see from the stoned very often. No. The whole well, family with an axe true. while you're mellow. Right. And then he cleaned the whole house. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Uh, so, uh, second compliment goes to Robbie. Robbie, what's your nice thing to say? Um, do we have to do one or two? Just one now. We'll do one at the end. Oh, Open and close. Compliment sandwich. Well, I just like that they gave a gay man such a predominant voice. You don't think in 1936 they would do that. But Jimmy, the girl's brother, was obviously gay. <laughs> uh, with his sweater vest, please. <laughs> okay. And a prominent sweater vest. Very prominent. They never put a jacket on him. They let us know he was gay. <laughs> They were pretty open about it, in my opinion, of uh, just how he was he was not so sold on the girl. The girl had to force him to kiss her. Yeah. 
There was so mm. many, so many things. He wanted to, he jumped out of the car to go with the guys. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He jumped out of the car. I, there was so many things. <laughs> he just wanted to be with the boys. When he was invited anywhere, why don't you come along? He was down. He was so interested I'll in friendship. Yeah. 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 He. So I have the thing with uh, people's faces in movies that you have with HD versus regular TV that I, I cannot remember which guy was which. So Sweater they, all, vest. Yes, there's a sweater vest. I remember The lady who was raped. Uh-huh. Her brother. Yeah. Jimmy. He was riding in the backseat of the car, yes, which in 1936 is gay as hell. But the- <laughs> but he was the one driving the car, right? He yeah. No, he no he drove after when he was stoned only. Yeah, but he's the one who hits someone, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's the one yes. who hits. He's yes. the one who gets away scot-free. Mary covers for him, so she's yeah. got the car, but he had it. Right, yeah. he does. You, so you didn't quite finish the end. she drives, right? When he's just himself, he's <sighs> too scared to drive because he's yeah. gay. Right. Right? But then <laughs> when he smokes weed... He has no inhibition. He's feeling loosey goosey. Oh yeah, he and drives just behind the wheel, and you know, real fast. But I think he just asked for like a regular cigarette, didn't he? He's like, I just want to smoke. And then, yeah. Also, like, how do these people in this movie not know the difference? I was going to ask you guys about that joint because well, they're constantly getting fooled. We're yeah. going to come back to that in a second. Uh, he also like when he got high and he was driving crazy. Uh, they showed the speedometer forty-three miles an hour. Yeah. Really going nuts on a busy city street. Maybe it's on a city street. That's it's, pretty fast. It's a little fast, but it's not like oh my god, you must be crazy high to drive this. That was the craziest hit and run I've ever seen in my so life. So weird, like fully mm-hmm. over the person. Yeah, 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 just kept and kept going around the corner. Oh, it's terrible. Uh, like, but make it look realistic. Okay, we're gonna go fully <laughs> over the person, <laughs> and he will survive. It was cartoony. Uh, I'm gonna go next. My major compliment uh, is. Uh, uh, well, so this is actually kind of sort of the opposite of yours because at the beginning of the film it says, uh, I was pointing at John in case you couldn't hear, uh, it's the opposite <laughs> of John's. So yeah, they use some real cases, but they also say at the beginning, you know, like a normal movie, they have like these characters are entirely fictional. And I think that may have been truer in this than ever before. I feel oh. like this is the most true that's ever been because none of this, they weren't, no. they don't seem like people. None of this seemed real. The way they dance seems wrong. The laughing maniacally. The laughing doesn't make any sense. The way, just the way he drives, every bit of it, like, seemed, it felt like, it felt like uh, body snatchers, like if there was like robots pretending to be people, and like this is what people are like, right? I'm dancing now. I'm dancing. So it was good that they. It was a very. I thought it was a very effective warning. I was impressed that everybody could play the piano. I wish we <laughs> had a society. Oh there yeah. I wish Everyone. we were like you know we just jump and on play it. faster. They had hats yeah. and, and ragtime in their fingers. Yeah. Yeah. He's like play faster, and she was just like kicking it up into like <laughs> high gear. She's yeah. like I got this. No, no, doesn't matter the speed. Like I can still play this. Song. Piano yeah. playing is by far my favorite. That's a great part of the movie. Katie, major compliment. Um, I really like the idea of drug dealers who just have the kids over to dance and play piano. I think that sounds like a... If I had a kid, oh, yeah. I'd rather their yeah. drug dealer host sock hops than like, be <laughs> yeah. meeting them on street corners. These weren't like... Yeah, and these weren't like... This is not like your barista, and then you just like go around back, and he gives you a little bit. It was like you have to go to a soda shop. Here's how they get the drugs. They go to a soda shop. <laughs> they are nice to the person in a booth, mm-hmm. and they're like, do you want to come to our fancy adult apartment party? And then you go up to the apartment, and then there are drugs. They just give away. We never saw any just money change yeah, hand, was, right? They oh no, anything. it was no. not. They were they were drug distributors getting the kids hooked, but they were never selling anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you just smoke a little pot, and then there's just like ragtime and dancing in this apartment party. It was like and kind they of fancy. A lot of pot. Oh yeah, yeah each like person had a yeah. joint exactly, <laughs> and they would throw them on the floor when they weren't even oh, yeah. done. Yeah, like, who needs the rest of that? That's luxury. Well, so well, no. they're getting it for free, so I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I want to. Uh, I want to break some of these different pieces apart. But first, I just want uh, now that we've done the comments, I want to do just a feels dump. So uh, 
None of you have seen this movie before, right? It's the no. first time for everybody? This was my first. Mm-hmm. Cool. So uh, we'll just go around the circle. start with you again, John. What's your well, what's your general feeling of it? How did you come out of it? Do you, what was your what was your main feeling? Were you like, what a de- terrible thing? Or like, this is funny as hell. Oh, no, this is hilarious. Yeah. That is exactly what I felt. I mean, the whole way through, first off, I'm glad that they, you know, show you the first piano player and he looks sinister. Yeah. And then he goes oh and smokes weed in like a closet as if no one's going to smell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Huge plumes of smoke from a closet with those like slanted doors. Like, right. Yeah, super that's, secretive. It's clearly yeah. just blowing right out into the party. So I don't mm. understand why you decided to excuse yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Could have just lit up right there at the yeah. piano. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. Was smoking weed. Yeah. It, Where's it, that weed coming from? I mean, also, from? to be fair, he was probably just a sinister before we... Like, he looked like a totally. major mental case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that center part. Oh, yeah. It's that <laughs> it looked like he almost had, like, horns going, yeah. too. They were yeah. Like, yeah. Really he had sinister hair. Yeah, I, well, that was true of, like, like the people... The, was he the one who was the committed the assault? Was that him or no, was that he, a different guy? No, he disappears. He's, he's just, just a random stoner who plays oh, okay. the piano. Ralph does the assault. Yeah. Ralph does the assault. And Ralph, but Ralph also just like sits in the corner looking creepy as fuck the whole movie and tells the, the assault, gets, right? Yeah. yeah, he's the yeah. one that gets permanent. Oh, he's permanent sanity guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. okay. Because I was just think, a rapist. That's what I was thinking is he might have just been a rapist before the pot. That mm. was my theory about That's oh, his yeah. wife, actually. Oh, in real life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he married her. The actors or yeah. I can't tell really? what bit you're doing. No, 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 that's real. Like oh. he's married to Mary, or at least was married to her in real life right then. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. He was really good looking. He looked like Frank Sinatra. He's a classic handsome. Hmm. Was he Frank Sinatra? This is one of the early roles of Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Everybody in black and white to me looks like Frank Sinatra. <laughs> uh, Jimmy, what, did, not. What Jimmy was, did not. What was so you just you just watched this minutes ago, Robbie. What was minutes. your what's your feeling? How do you feel? Like what's your overall? It felt like, you know, it felt like a signed Viewing for school. <laughs> it was. Um, I made you do it. <laughs> uh, you know, that's all I could say about it. I mean, for being forced to watch a movie, how was it? Um, I thought the font was really nice at the credits. Fun, yeah. You know, I thought there was such like nice old things to it. Yeah. Um, but you know, it was heavy on rape culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no diversity at all obviously um women barely being people at this point in this movie um but but i did like how nicely dressed everybody was Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and smoking it got me kind of in the mood it did look very enjoyable to smoke and i wish i could dance to like piano music like that's not enough of a beat for me i can't get into it but i wish it was like just enough for me to have a real time there Everything was so fancy, and people really dressed up, even when they were being sinister. That's oh, yeah. the that's the mixed bag of the past is that they they wore fun hats, but then were terrible human beings. Yeah, but they yeah, at least look nice. They look so nice. They at look least, nice. yeah, they yeah. looked really nice. Did you 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 mentioned to me over breakfast today that you're not a big movie person? No. Oh no no, I'm not a horror movie person. Not a horror movie person. Okay. Huge this movie was, person. Oh, okay, borderline horror. No, I so I didn't know. I I I was told it was like Hitchcock type movie mm-hmm. so i was really worried about watching especially when wilt's staying at the days in right so i thought when i got back yesterday to the days in oh you know what <laughs> maybe this isn't a nighttime movie for me i'll wait right. till tomorrow during right. the day and then you told me the synopsis of it and you felt better and i felt better watching it but i haven't seen a horror movie since the sixth sense 15 years ago right because it was so wretched you know it was so I have PTSD. I thought what you said was I watched The Sixth Sense 15 years ago and then I didn't see another movie after that. No, I haven't seen it was another a horror, horror movie. movie. That was an important word. Because if that yes. ruined movies for you, oh my God. I'd feel worse. No. Um, but yeah, so it was uh, it was good for assigned reading. 
Katie, you don't <laughs> like movies particularly. It's it's not my medium of choice, but not. I can appreciate that it's like multidisciplinary. It's yeah. like the editing and the music and the lights and the acting and the writing and all that kind of stuff. But I have a very short attention span. So any movie, whether I'm enjoying it or not, after the 90 minute mark, 90 minute mark, I start wondering if it's going to end. And I start seeing false endings and like yeah. everything like, oh, a little resolution there. Like maybe this is the end. I don't know why. It's this, just, and it wasn't like this when I was a kid. So I think I'm slowly losing my attention span. But this was a hot 64 minutes. Yeah. Exactly. Right so in your wheelhouse. Yeah, it was perfect. It was a good length. I'd yeah. Say. I want to clarify for the 17 listeners that I am whoa, a movie whoa, person. Whoa, at least 26. That I am, whoa, both of you guys I, are great. That you don't I know. am a How movie person. Robbie Hoffman loves movies. It's horror movies. I'm terrified. Good, good, good. I want that to be clear. Also... How do you just assume no one's listening to this show? This is actually a very popular. Well, show. I assume the seventeen listeners who might care. Oh, whether there were I seventeen like people who have already tweeted at you about that, but <laughs> uh, it's not a ton of listeners. But it's better than that. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah they've been around. Three eighty-one. Three ninety-one. Ninety-one. It was silly. I actually had more fun watching than I was expecting to. Uh, it's just so silly and weird. And the dancing was more. I was not expecting the dancing, the piano, and that really perked me up. Um, I do not know. So, I am the least smoker of the th- the four of us. Obviously, no, I am. I have never, never once. Never. Yeah. Zero. Oh, and wow. I know over breakfast you mentioned having done one at some point. So yeah. I definitely. Done one. Will you tonight? You've done, done one. one. No, week. I will not tonight. Oh. I won't got, be at all. She got one free joint in this guy's place. <laughs> I've never. I've never smoked a cigarette. I have never had a. I don't think I've had a full drink of a drink either. I'm not. Anyway, I'm not much for stuff in me. Uh, that sounds weird. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so eat better phrasing. So I don't know. <laughs> I like a lot of things in me in various. I eat a lot of food. You're gay. We get it. <laughs> I'm not even wearing a vest. I'm gonna clarify for the listeners that Alex does love stuff in him. So <laughs> stop tweeting about it right now. Uh, yeah. No, I've never smoked, and so uh, I guess I I'm getting little bits of culture. I think that this is probably not real. But uh, from what I've experienced, it's not what's normal. You know it's not. I do. People around you are high constantly. All the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But nobody, and no one's done any of these things. I've never seen anyone drive over why 40 miles an hour. Why haven't you had, why haven't you, is it, is it a religious, is it a what? Have you tried it not? Like, what is No, I, it's, I, it's not, Have I don't you know, just gone so no long that now you won't? Yeah, at some point I'm like 30 and it's kind of weird. I almost did, I almost smoked pot last year, or two years ago for NPR. For an NPR piece that we were gonna do, and then we couldn't get the scheduling down. I thought that would be a fun place to do it for the only time I'd had. I had, but that's that's so funny. That's like the you know like the young girls like yeah exactly idea of losing her virginity. Yeah, like just the right guy. You're like I would smoke. I would never smoke pot, but I would for NPR. And that's what I. That's how I feel like at this point. I mean, I'm 32 and I've never so like it, it doesn't feel like I should do it. Like oh, it's an after party. But if it was like, or like if I did like a I don't know some big. Like getting Doug with high or something like that. It would be like I do my first time was with Doug Benson. That'd be all right. Yeah, I can see that. But or N- or NPR or like for a Vice Channel piece. I don't know. I just feel like I should save it for something special. Yeah. At this point, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be special. special. What about beer? You've had alcohol. I've had little sips, but I've never had a, like a full beer. Why? Uh, for reasons that are not hilarious for a podcast. Mm. Oh. My extended family's had some dark times good thing okay like good that. good good and well, so it was took better turn. yeah well i tried not to you i know well me i mean that. you can't say those statements no you totally not i mean totally come on. Yeah, yeah no you're absolutely right i'm i don't know elephant in the room attacked you. yeah uh no but also like i had a real intense childhood or not childhood like a teenage years where i was like i don't i'm not gonna have tylenol or like any, any no mm. 
nothing. It was very bottled body's a temp- temple. Yeah, a little straight edge, but not with without stabbing people at concerts. Is that what you think that it means? Straight edge people, yeah. yeah, and it depends on the group, but some straight edge groups are kind of aggressive and violent about people who are drinking. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. I had no idea. Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. And tattoos. Why yeah. are there tattoos? I don't know. I'm not into tattoos either. No. I don't like stuff in me, even from any direction, not from not through the skin. I feel like uh, if... <laughs> Is that how tattoos work? They do go through the skin. They go the into you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But so I, this is a weird this is a weird world for me I guess to be watching this like because uh, I I guess if I'd watched this as a kid I might have been like oh yeah this is scary I think even as a kid you would have realized that was bullshit There's no way you would have believed <laughs> like I'm like I mean now it just doesn't like my because yeah my picture like for my the people I hang out with are like uh, I'm gonna just be a little sleepier tonight That's pretty much it They're never like oh now I gotta go drive and stab and dance and sleep you probably can't even tell like most of the time with a lot of people you hang out yeah a lot of the time we can't tell I don't think you should save it for anything I mean like I say (laughs) (laughs) I thought like saving my virginity I was a lesbian um, and then I was like oh well I should save it for someone but a guy special was never gonna come right because I was a lesbian right and Mm. so I was just waiting and then I was just with my friend in New York Ryan he was like we should fuck I'm like we absolutely should and um, and we did three times. In a um, row? No, we probably <laughs> oh. had a total of six or seven thrusts, okay. never all the way oh. in. Oh. Wait, over and three times or each time? Over three times. Oh, wow. Oh. Uh, crazy. Um, and it was so well, I like the difference between six and seven is really important because it's like two per time, but one time was special. You did a third yeah. thrust. Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't it's worth like time. saving. Like the specialness was the first time I would like kissed a girl or something. Yeah. Like it wasn't that and i feel like you're like so so you, how do i not up? know that pot is more like kissing a girl and less like thrusts i just it's gonna be you're not ever gonna be into it so it's not gonna be this special thing for you yeah that's why i think it would be funnier if there was like it was recorded for some bit I, i'm not i don't you want it to be emotionally sketched like it? it's just like i think it'll be funnier it'll be funny i would i would do it for something funny i wouldn't it's yeah. not my thing for like relaxing but i think it, it would be fun for a project mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay do you drink coffee tons that's no, too much. A lot. Sounds like too much. Almost too much. <laughs> this is my third today. Oh my god. It's two thirty. You probably would have had one earlier. We'd... If I if I had gotten up earlier. Yeah. Or if they had had some at the house. Yeah. I drink a ton of coffee. All right. Let's talk about the uh, the pod then. More of this. So, um, uh, there was the person smoking the joint without other people c- caring, without the, no, noticing the smoke. But you brought this up. Is like Mary at one point smokes, asks for a cigarette, gets a joint, doesn't notice the difference. I would assume you could tell. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not even close. Absolutely. Okay. Is it a flavor? Is it the kind of smoke? Both. Is it the, the yeah. Both. It's both. Tobacco smoke, I don't smoke cigarettes, but when I have, it like feels like it expands in your chest. It's got this different kind mm. of like physical sensation, and we just feels like it's going in, and then it comes back out again. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You don't get to keep it. Yeah. And the flavor is the completely, completely different. Completely different. Yeah. Yeah, because like weed is just cured and tobacco is what roasted or toasted. Toasted, toasted yeah. yeah, it's toasted. Because of the Mad Men, <laughs> yeah, that's the only reason I know that. The yeah. first episode of Mad Men. So I mean, that's like the difference between like like a what a dried veggie and a roast veggie. It's There's, completely different. It's, I that's mean, what it's I like thought. Worlds yeah. of difference. Yeah. Like. I don't even understand this. This was the craziest thing of the At world. one point, there's a bunch of high people, and they get in one of those classic marijuana brawls. 
where they're like throwing chairs and hitting everybody. Yeah, marijuana rage. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's a lot of marijuana rage. Marijuana rage. That's the thing called. I think, <laughs> I think poor Mary was a victim of some marijuana rage. She was. She had plenty of it. Oh, there's other, the other thing I saw that was really interesting. This is kind of hard because it's visual, but like one person was smoking by like holding his hands yeah. like a pyramid and then was holding the uh, uh, jazz cigarette between his thumbs. And he like the guy in the closet. Yeah, he was really was. What was the? What's that for? What's the I think pyramid for? He was for? also trying to block out some of the smoke yeah. from leaving his hand. He was gonna hold it in his hands and release it outside like a spider. He's stoned. What do you expect? Yeah, the man was clearly <laughs> high before he got in the closet, yeah. so he didn't know what was going on. He was probably close to hallucinating or whatever hysteria, whatever they claimed this poor man was going through. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I I did learn a, a pot thing recently, which is that I was doing the the roast here for 420 party at the the sex pot put on, and I was doing a roast at the industry thing, and they were passing around a joint on stage, and someone was like, "Would you like this?" and I was like, "No, thank you," and then she was like, "Pass it, you fucking idiot!" She was real mean to me about it, so Jeez. I didn't know that I was supposed to keep it going in a circle. Like, I just thought she was being nice and asking if I wanted some. Well, is that well, yeah, so fucking? Well, there's a little of both in that. Yeah. She was A, seeing if you wanted some. Yeah. And then B, but also it's like a, continue the It's a train. Circle. It's yeah. a train. Okay. But yeah. if you don't want it, she should assume you're not familiar with the culture. Right. I guess that's also true. You know what I mean? Like if you're saying no, then I'd be like, oh, do you mind passing it then? Right. Yeah. I've never, I've said no. Like I've only had it a handful of times and I right. always say no, especially if I'm public. It ha- Everything has to be more than perfect for me to even go near it. And, you know, just naturally being a more miserable person, I don't achieve those <laughs> environment. I never get to that environment enough. Um, but, yeah, I've said no, and I would be pretty miffed if something was like, well, pa- I've never passed it either. Once. Oh, okay. I'm just like, oh, I'm good. I think we were in generally a circle, but half of the people were, because we're on stage, so we were, like, facing different. Anyway, it was weird. You I didn't did know good. That. And why is there so much <laughs> etiquette? Like, it's so weird with potheads, like, they're all loosey-goosey, it's all chill, but then etiquette, they're like, excuse yeah, me. We have all these rules. You're being rude. Yeah. You're being rude. I'm like, calm down. They really like having a culture. Like, yeah. weed, like a lot of the weed heads like pride themselves on knowing the etiquette or like, you know, yeah. like pride themselves on like having smoked in these situations out of this kind of device and things I, like that. I got the impression you were not supposed to talk while you're holding it because of a rap song I heard recently. What did the rap song say? Uh, you're talking while you're holding it or something oh, like that? Yeah. yeah, usually it's like, you're it's not a microphone. In your hand? Yeah. That's what people yell to Is you. Is that what they do? That's what they say to you. It's so they've got their own like set joke? Oh, yeah. yeah. Already... Why are they so militant about it and it's supposed to be so chill? Uh, I have no idea. I guess it's just something that just started and I guess yeah. everyone wants to get high and once everyone's high, then we can just be chill. But I guess right. the process of getting high, it's a process and you know we got to do it right. Yeah, that makes people sense. People just want power. Like so people are psychotic. Well, I might do that too. <laughs> yeah, people, I want to get to the Really, you don't sound this. like a miserable person. No, I want to get to the bottom of this. It's the weirdest thing. It's like it's like I I was friends with this girl when I was younger, um, who thought she was so polite, um, and she prided herself on being like somebody with so many manners. Oh, interesting. So, but we were friends ten years, and I'd say, hey, could you pass me that cup? And she said, I didn't hear a please. <laughs> now you're a rude Right, bitch. right. So her whole thing was politeness. <laughs> like, and I asked real mean, nicely. Like, yeah. we're friends. Right, yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel with the pot circle. Like, it's two and pass. <laughs> and it's not, you know, and it's like, there's a, it's a clockwise or counter. Like, calm Is down. this stuff, is there less of this stuff now that it's just everywhere? 
I mean, California and Oregon residents. It just depends cl- on who you're smoking with. Yeah, yeah. The clockwise and counterclockwise is usually just kind of thrown out the door. I mean, sometimes people will get a little. Wait, like, what's upset. the counterclockwise? What's that? Well, like you're supposed to pass in a certain rotation. You know, pass the doji upon the left hand side. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's a, mm-hmm. it's a very. Oh, things, okay. It's real specific. <laughs> yeah. That's so why you can't just jump in, in in your 30s anyway. Like you yeah, don't this... know the culture. <laughs> things will get really Foreigner, just. Yeah. yeah. I need like a Duolingo for right. my pod culture. Yeah, because they'll look at you like. Like, what are you're in your 30s and you don't understand this yet like you know it's if you're in your 20s and teens they're like and is it rude when you do take one toke from somebody like how much money do you offer let's say you're not you didn't buy in but you join somebody's like oh do you want and john like, you've you become the I'll expert take, bt dubs i'll take oh, yeah. one toke right because that's what i had and then i was like really enjoying the rest of my life when houston came on it was like quite enjoyable <laughs> you're trying to you jumped up somebody. and ragtimed yeah. Right, yeah so that song came on everybody was losing it and i also thought nice. i was losing it but i saw a video of me later and i was just like this <laughs> in the corner. but i thought i yeah. was like truly just, mosh you thought you were like the people in reefer madness yeah, I, was you thought like, like... I thought i was really <laughs> um, I would, okay the best one of the best parts of this movie is the dancing and it's hard to do it on a podcast because you were just pantomiming and john and you were <laughs> pantomiming or dancing earlier but just picture the craziest ragtime dancing you can imagine oh yeah Sorry, go ahead. So do you uh, do you offer money? Let's say you take a toke. No, no, that's... You don't offer money. Now, has See, someone think... charged you? No, but I feel bad not <laughs> oh, offering. Okay. Like when I, I was so generously... You're supposed I, to bring I, a I gift. Took, I took a, right. a toke, but then well, I didn't... I was like, oh, who do I pay? Like I was uncomfortable. No, there's usually not a payment necessary. A lot of times, though, you know, people will be like, oh, are you going to pack the next bowl? You know, stuff like that. That sure. that might be brought that up. That makes sense. That's like you if you take the last cup of coffee at work and you got to put the... Put make a new pot. I will right. leave a millimeter of coffee in that pot. Just so you don't have to make yeah. more. Are you a also a monster? Do? Yes. <laughs> no, I also have. That's just gonna like burn onto the like I always buy coffee every day, and yeah. if I have to make coffee, I'd rather buy it. Wow. Oh I man. I don't want to so wash much... the pots. Yeah, it's frust- Yeah. And if the pot's too hot and you put cold water, it'll explode. Oh. That's yeah, true. That happened to oh, me one time. Glass, yeah. yeah, glass crafts. Yeah, they do big swings in temperature. Oh, Good to know. Two. John, well, okay. how old are you? What was your first experience like? Uh, my first experience, I was probably 13. Okay. And I was out in the woods with the older kids. Ooh. They were smoking nice. a joint. Nice. I was like, I'll get a hit of that. And immediately got paranoid like everyone was going to know I was stoned. Um, so Classic. Yeah. I was very scared. Katie, first time? I was I was 18 with uh-huh. the guy. Was I it ate. special? Um, it was like nice because it was like <laughs> one other. It was with one other person, the guy I was dating at the time, so it felt like safe. But oh, yeah, yeah. but like because I think some people smoke for the first time and they say they don't get high. I think he wanted to make sure that I did get high, so we smoked a lot. And oh. it was a homemade bong, and you should, probably shouldn't smoke bong your first time. No, smoking weed, and no. I just got too high. Sorry, um, why is that? Well, you're basically getting a huge cloud of smoke all at once when you're smoking oh, okay. a bong. Because like you basically set up like a carb, and then you release it, and then. Just uh, a huge okay. cloud just shoots right That's into That's the function lungs. of the bong is to sort of condense how much you can get at a time. And right. it's it's easier to hit because you're not like sucking in burning paper. It's like all filtered through the water. Mm-hmm. That's how like the smoke goes through that. So it's a cooler uh, one. So people end up taking larger hits because they can physically handle it. Their throat, uh, their lungs aren't burning. So people take huge hits on a bong that they would not be able to take that big of a hit off a joint or a piece. Right. And then they smoke too much that because of that. I mean, there's like three foot bongs out there that people clear. Yeah. All right, you can you can buy them on, on Amazon. Com. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> They'll call it three-foot water pipes. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, so th- by clear, you mean like it can collect three feet of smoke in this tube, and then you take it all at once? Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh. 
are the lungs? <laughs> how how big are the lungs? I mean, I mean, to take in three feet, like your lungs theoretically have to expand. Do you have to have like a three foot much. chest? I mean, it's taking yeah. up mass, like air. You know, it's not nothing. I mean, probably my lungs are bigger than your lungs. No big deal. Yeah. Wow, that's a hefty set of lungs. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I definitely took more biscuits at breakfast than you. I mean, I like. I feel like maybe there's different size people. We did discuss the biscuits were more like loaves. They were loaves of biscuit bread. They were and they were not, I, want, I wanted to say it, they were tasty, but they were not flaky at all. They were crumbly. It was they very different. They're supposed to be. Those might be the kind of biscuits they make in like a cast iron pan as opposed to like, oh, a, like different on biscuits. A all right. Not um, sold on grits. <laughs> That's very probably controversial. Maybe it's a Jewish no, thing. You're not, I never had them. No. Uh, I was raised in the South. I don't like grits either. Really? Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I, I feel like I did not. I mean, you know, at first I did not get them, but they've grown on me a lot. That's well, nice. And you had the cheesy kind, too, and you didn't it's like it. It's more just like a pudding, but we call it grits, so it sounds good. It's like a savory good. porridge. Yeah, savory porridge. Yeah. It's, a, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's savory pudding. Do you like yeah, polenta? I don't know what that is. It's, it's grits for dinner. Okay. Uh, when she was, when they, So probably now. Yeah, yeah I'm going to guess you would not care for it. Um, so, uh, let's see if there's anything else I want to talk about really quick here. Um, on the, the movie? On the movie. Um... <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, so okay. So, so I feel like if they were making this movie to tell you to not smoke pot and how dangerous it was, even if everything they were doing was accurate, which it was not, but even if it was, it wouldn't be a super great argument because it felt like the hit and run guy could have turned himself in regardless of the reefer, and it feels like that the the rapist looked like he might be a creep all the time, uh, and it it just felt like he, and then at the end. Like, the real problem... So, okay, so... Because we didn't really get all the plot out of here. But so there's, like, nice kids, and then they go become terrible people. But they're, like... The apartment they're hanging out with is run by the mob, and the mob... The mob boss sits in a nice little room, kind of like this, like, at all times. You remember that? He okay. had his one little room behind oh, yeah, the desk. Yeah, he had a little office, yeah. Just sitting there, just taking people... His, his door is always open. Yeah, exactly. Very, Come on in. <laughs> Good boss. Open door pos- policy here with me and my drugs, you know. So, okay. Oh, so so the one of the kids comes out of the room where he's been having sexual intercourse because of the reefer, and then he comes out, and somebody's getting raped, and so he, there's a gun comes out, and he accidentally kills his sister? He doesn't. He doesn't do it. The drug dealer does. Yeah, Ralph... Ralph, well, I, they're No, they're struggling. like fighting in the... Oh, it wasn't him. It was but the, the, the drug dealer and the other guy. Yeah, the rapist and the, struggling and, with the, Ralph and the mob the guy. And then the mob guy comes in and Jimmy struggles with that mob guy, but the mob guy's gun never leaves his hand. So Jimmy's involved in the movement that led right. to the shooting, but it never left the... Right. I guess my point is... So then the, like the whole rest of this movie is this trial about an accidental shooting that had nothing to do with pot at all. It felt like maybe like you could... Oh, wait. I think that was Billy. That's a different guy. It, they're the same. It, but neither Billy of them. Was, Billy was the murderer, not Jimmy. But but it was an accident, right, That yeah. this person got killed, and it wouldn't it be like. It wasn't an accident. The rapist did it. Like there never would have been a scuffle if he wasn't raping oh, her. Yes, uh, 100%, oh yes. Oh yeah. Hundred yeah. like, percent. He's a hundred percent liable for this entire thing because he raped her, started yes. the situation, and a gun was involved. So but he. Right. But I wouldn't be like tell your children. Don't smoke pot because then someone else in the room might kill your sister. No, and tell just tell your men not to rape yes teach boys not that to rape. feels like maybe the message that the churches should have been telling probably because the so. girls weren't becoming rapists they were smoking just as much yeah they were fine and well, they were but it was people. weird because like some of them had the loose morals yes yeah, some of them ended up with five guys and then That's but funny. mary was like yo this stuff doesn't affect me the same way you better get up off me the morals are not loose 
around here. Mm-hmm. Right. So and, the, and the female drug dealer. I forget her name, but from the beginning, she was the voice was like, of reason. Oh, like, yeah, I don't, don't like sell keeping the children. those kids around here. She had no problem selling adults, but the kids she never liked. Not selling, yeah. giving away. Like She had a yeah. problem with <laughs> Why are we bringing these children in to give them away? She, neither of them are good at business. Yeah, but yeah, she was probably like, these kids don't have money. Movie. Very like, much. This was a movie highlighting men being wretched. Yeah. yeah well, uh, if we look reason. at the director's history, uh, <laughs> probably not a lot of pro-women films. No. How, to dress, how to Undress in Front of Hitler was a very good <laughs> pro-woman movie. Haters. And I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. How much they hate it. Uh, all right, so let's do. Uh, let's play the game. Let's, uh, time for lightning bonus round. We're going to the lightning bonus round. Lightning bonus round. Here we go. We're gonna finish this shit up. Uh, this is just some quicker mini games. Where's my buzzer? You do not have to ring in because oh. uh, it's not actually that fast. But okay. it feels like you should have a buzzer. Right. Um, so uh, the first thing, we, first game we're gonna play uh, is a game we play a lot called One Change. Um, by game, not really game, just more like directed questions. Um, but we have a theory on the show, which is that no matter how bad a movie is, it's always one change away from being terrific. You could change one small thing. So, for example, uh, this movie was terrible, but if the main if they were all dinosaurs, now it's an interesting film, right? Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not a great movie, but a better movie if okay. they're all dinosaurs. Right. Um, or if this was like like for me for this one, it might be like body changing robots. If it was like at the end, we were like these weren't it wasn't the drugs; these are aliens trying to get something across. Anyway, one change; those are kind of big changes. But you could also change one thing. Um, like, I guess one for me for this movie would be if the whole thing was actually about how cigarettes are really dangerous, because they are addictive and uh, are dangerous, whereas the reefer was not super yeah. dangerous. Or if for me, whole, just yeah. switch it to cocaine, because I think that would be the accurate film. That would actually <laughs> probably be that movie. if you just The way switch. they were dancing is way more cocaine-like Yeah, exactly. Dancing. Just freaking out on the piano. Yeah. Being a rapist. You know, yeah. I mean, that's saying everyone on coke is a rapist. But it's no, more, no. As someone who's done a lot likely, of coke, I've never done anything like that. More likely, I would say. Then Wouldn't it be surprising if right now I was like, no, I'd done a lot of cocaine. Wow. That's like the one <laughs> thing. It's like, <laughs> my body is a temple unless there's some blow on the table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> no meat, except for oysters, no drugs except for cocaine. I'm right about the oysters thing. Anyway, uh, yeah, so we, cocaine is a great change for this. Um, really, almost any other me- message. But definitely the, the, yeah, don't tell your young uh, male children not to rape people. It'd be great. If that yeah, was the end. that's a good change. Yeah. Another change, small change, is the movie didn't have to happen. Uh, <laughs> very simple tiny, change. A little cheating. Tiny change. Yeah. A tiny change not to have had it at uh, all. Uh, like but a yes, major no, I think change. I actually the, think the, it's the a... The real change yeah. would be uh, to just the message completely about, hey, men, yeah. well, let's have an education system. It all holds up. Yeah. We need to educate. You know, we're not going to be raping women. I think if this, if almost any, like... Under any influence, we're not going to rape. But totally I guess they're great, showing yeah. that if you smoke the reefer, you're more inclined to do it. So I guess but that's I don't kind think of, that's accurate. It's not accurate. No, it, I, well, I didn't, I didn't say it Statistically not accurate. It'd <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> be a weird position for you to take at this point. <laughs> when I was 13. I was just going to say that I felt so comfortable with John that I would want to have a toke of weed with him my next time. But now, nope. after now, his Yeah, that comment insight, was just so... If you want to do some coke <laughs> with me later. <laughs> uh... I would say if they, so it's in layers, right? Kind of in steps because it's the principal warning about it and then it's the movie and Mm -hmm. we only go back back out to the principal. I think we, if we move out one more and it turns out everybody from the movie to the principal are all just have like mercury poisoning. 
then it would <laughs> then it would be a logical I, ending. Mercury poisoning is almost always funny to me. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like the I definitely like the idea that it's uh, it's like oh there was something else going on this whole time that we didn't notice. Well, because the, the guy himself, the principal is very like sensationalist. He's as like crazy and exaggerated as the kids in the movie are, and he's got this impassioned you know like yeah thing and yeah. But if we zoomed out one more, and he's like, and we zoom out, and he's like actually like in a mock like room, and he's actually in like a, a mental health facility, and like. People are like looking in on him, but they still think he's the principal. <laughs> <laughs> and then it pulls out one more, and it's uh, aliens. Yeah, and Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are looking at a locker yeah, yeah, yeah. at Times Square. Game number two, lightning bonus round. Uh, what would the what would you actually if you're making an actual like if you're making Reefer Madness now with what you guys know from hanging out with people who smoke pot? Mm-hmm. What's your actual warnings? What are the warnings to the child? Like, what do you actually tell children? Besides, like, you'll probably be fine in the long run. Well, and obviously, children? if it's passed to you, well, that's just a joke on the title. But, like, yeah, what do you tell, what do you, what what would be your actual, what would be in your warning movie towards people about about uh, the reefer? If you smoke weed, just don't be a lazy ass. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. like, that's, that's the real problem with marijuana is, like, people just get, you know, too lazy and they just don't do anything, you know? It's like, oh, I'm just so comfortable. I'm just going to watch Netflix all day and get high. Yeah. Which is, you know great if you have a day off but i mean you should probably not do that for months at a time right all right, right. so just yeah. yeah that would be it like just show a kid being just like the extreme sloth you know just sitting around eating <laughs> laying around the movies are anything. interesting too because i feel like i the, uh as a non-smoker i've definitely been in conversations where i'm talking to somebody about it whether or not a movie is good and they're telling me over and over how great this movie is and then like well i was high when i watched it and i feel like that's cheating so i would i would like to warn you uh, like one of the kids like you yeah. might have an inf- inflated idea of a movie which is great for your life but yeah. just remember when you're telling other people later how good a movie is you have to it's it's categorized right. yeah. as a you were high i don't think sober people are going to find it to be as funny because right. to, to them they don't know the difference so at, they're like well are you telling me that's not what happens when you get high yeah. like you're telling me that's i assumed you cackle and you yeah know. i didn't find the movie particularly humorous like it wasn't funny. It was funny ironically, but I didn't have right. any laugh out loud. No, like for me, that was not a comedy. Maybe my comedy has evolved since 1936. I think it takes me a little bit more to laugh. Yeah. Um, so I will admit I laughed out loud at the car scene. I re- just when he hit that guy, I it just looks so bad. I I laughed. I mean, it's not supposed to be a funny moment, no, but no, I no. I couldn't help myself. I I laughed at that too, but it was partially because like they were the guy. Yeah, the the drug dealer who was in the car with uh, was like, "You're driving crazy. Slow down. You're gonna kill somebody." And then, Uh-oh. like ten seconds later, a guy starts walking across the street. And you're like, "I wonder where this is going." Wow. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Thump 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 thump. Very good foreshadowing. Yeah, I would say. And Katie, you mentioned cleaning. Uh, I have not been to a stoner's house that was particularly tidy. Um, and perhaps because I'm, I am actually somebody who's very tidy yeah. and I think their perception of what they think clean is, is not what I would think clean is. Right. Um, I, and also the smoking inside needs to end. Yeah. This is not a home. If you are over 25, this is not a way to live. You got to go outside. I know it's cold. <laughs> I don't know it's cold. Get on a winter coat. Okay. And really get some Lysol. Start cleaning how people, they think it's clean. Like. <laughs> <laughs> There's crumbs on your freaking the coffee table situation in these people's houses is out of control. See, I There's think we cups. can team up on the film. We're we're basically this saying the same yeah. thing. That's like, a good warning. Yeah. yeah, cleanliness. Don't be so lazy. Be a, like a, an active stoner. 
Right. Well, and Brie talks about this. Our friend Brie, friend of the podcast, Brie Pritt, um, uh, talks about in her act about different kind, like going to the the dispensaries now and being able to say like, get me the kind of weed that'll help me deep clean my kitchen. Like you can get the right attitude for that when you're purchasing. So maybe that's part of it. It's like just know how to order from your bud tenders. Mm-hmm. I'd say if I had to make a warning movie, it'd be what we talked about earlier. Don't like become an asshole about it and don't make it like your identity now because that is yeah. the most, you know, like it makes the culture, not not that there is like a culture because it's, it's a culture. hobby. It's a use. It's a product. <laughs> right. um, but like people like adopt it as like but- who they are and they wear stuff with like the leaf on it and it's just like... I like. I mean, like, it's 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 a cool plant that has a lot of like medicinal and recreational purposes. Like, I understand the appreciation of it, but like, there's some people I know who just like as soon as they start smoking, like, I'm a stoner, and then they're like, the only way they can define that part of their identity is being really up on the etiquette and being like really like rigid about it and being assholes to other people and like, it's idolatry. Know. Like, is that what you want to look up to? Like, I'd rather even look up to Jesus, who's sexy as fuck. Like. <laughs> I wouldn't even like. What <laughs> You've are you? You've given us a plant? really odd no. sense of what you're attracted <laughs> no, I, to I'm during the saying, course like, of yeah, this. Yeah, this is idolatry of it is so bizarre to me. It's like now you've sold out. Yeah. You don't realize that now you like you don't need to promote it. It's not paying you. You're paying for this shit. <laughs> yeah, I do like That's the yeah, you're like guys. Have you guys heard about this plant? I gotta get the word out. Like Which about marijuana? Would you uh, would you how judging somebody like so somebody shows up with a pot leaf T-shirt versus a Bud Light T-shirt? Well, yeah, like, I mean, this, like, well, if someone's the like, same, yeah, kind of same idea. Like, you're yeah. defined, that's how you're defined. If, like, the only image you're projecting into the world is, like, the one that's on your graphic t shirt, because you're wearing jeans, you have, like, a conventional haircut, conventional look otherwise, that is the sole defining characteristic that you want to project. That's very strange to me. Sometimes they don't have the normal haircut. They're doing a lot, especially in Portland. They have a lot of white dreads problem. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. White yeah, people yeah, with yeah. dreads, these stoners. I mean, it's, how are you doing, like, you're reading progressive magazines, you're reading things, but then this is the one blind spot that you're still, I don't see it anywhere else. Yeah. Only in stoner communities is this still happening, and it's so weird because they'll go to bat on the internet about all kinds of other women issues, these things, they're, they're, but it'll be a person with white, a white person with dreads talking, and I'm like, you're totally disqualified. That. Why do you want the police to look at you? You know what I'm saying? Like that's <laughs> that's all I see with a white person with dreadlocks is like, well, now the police are going to be concerned about you. Like you could have just gone through life being white, but no. <laughs> yeah. I, I do like it that way when you say it that way, because then it sounds like you're just trying to level the playing field. You felt bad about your privilege, so you're like, I just want to do something so that I don't get treated well anymore. So, so my minority friends can get home safe. It just <laughs> truly yeah. looks bad. It's well, not a good look for we can't yeah. pull off certain things. We're not a cool people. I'm not <laughs> Okay. <laughs> And we just got to be honest about that and focus on something else. I don't feel great about the uh, uh, Rasta color scheme on white oh, people. It's too Not bright. A it looks yeah. a little too much like Africa. Yeah, yeah. And it look, yeah, and it looks like you're trying to appropriate a thing. And well, it is. And then you go and you see the Bob Marley posters, yeah. and then it's come on, Bo. You're really you're this guy. <laughs> you're this guy with this T-shirt on and these posters and this terrible coffee table with 18 cups on it. <laughs> I mean, it's the cups on the coffee table. Now no, we're getting. What is Cheeto this dust. culture? What is the culture? Is it that? Yeah, I mean, it's a strange, strange culture. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention all the uh, the tapestries that cover up your windows. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got to have that too. Yeah, Why? they got to have some kind of Eastern That's... god on it that you don't know. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're into Buddhism randomly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's a series of different cultural appropriations that the are kind tapestries of tapestries yeah. nailed to the windows, oh, right? Yeah. The two, right. Yeah. Just yeah. gotta write it. <laughs> <Yeah. 
Just enough so people can't see, so narcs won't say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so they can continue to smoke in the house. I also have, I do feel like as a sober person that a lot of the time people who tell stories about a time they were high, it's less funny to me. Is that, is it funny to people who uh, get high or is it that you just like, it was, a lot of the time it feels like when someone tells you your dreams where you're like, oh. man, it was so crazy because you feel it emotionally in the dream mm-hmm. and then you wake up and you tell us and I don't feel that emotion you're having. So you're like, man, I was so scared that the person at the door was a cop that like, I'm like, I'm not feeling the emotion of the story the way you yeah, are. I think it depends. I how would you feel if I told you like one of the few times I woke up crying from a dream is because I dreamt my mom had breast cancer and she'd been hiding it from all of us and I woke up in the middle of that? I wouldn't care. Really? Wow. <laughs> You'd feel nothing? Yeah, about that dream, if it was a dream. I no, I, I truly can't hear of any dream. You can yeah, tell me a manatee ate you. I, I mean, I don't... Although I would say in general, if you tell somebody I'm going to tell you a dream, they'll look at you like they're real sad. But if you say I'm going to tell you a nightmare, people are way more interested. Yeah, I am much more interested in people's nightmares. Because dreams are usually just like, it's weird to me that my brain made all these associations of things in my life, but those things aren't the same thing to me that they are to you. So it's totally. not so cool to me that your piano teacher is married to like, yeah, 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 yeah. nephew. He was like, like my new boss. Mom, is she okay? Yeah. Was she okay? Yeah. That would be the end for me. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a real story. This is a thing that you imagined while you were sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. She's fine. Yeah. Right. I yeah, if the dream led to something like I was dreaming that I fell in water and then I woke up and I peed myself like the, and then well I, yeah. you know, sure but, any story that ends with peeing myself I'm right. interested if you woke in. up right. and you were in a lake right yeah I'm like oh, okay there you go you know that's right <laughs> it's a real lake we got something going here yeah, like yeah. if she had her you dream she woke up her mom was in a lake now that's interesting if her mom had cancer when she woke up that'd be impressive but that her mother was <laughs> but that her you're no, so because then stoked. she's like a pro. You know, it's a bit of a prophecy. Yeah, I guess it's true. That I can get behind. All right. Yeah, prophecy. I'm interested in. I do think that nightmares are way more interesting because, and I have almost exclusively nightmares, and that is uh, surprising to some. Do you people. enjoy sleeping? Do I enjoy sleeping? Probably not. You got to get a coffee dream catcher. You drink. <laughs> Maybe you it's get all the dream. coffee, and your body's you trying get a to dream fight catcher. it. I got to So you don't. You're not into people's dream story, but you're no. really into can the. Can I catchers. tell you why I'm into the catcher? When I was seven. <laughs> Do we have time? You yeah. can cut this. When I was seven, um, I went to sleepaway camp. And at the camp, uh, they had this this man who was doing this outdoor program with us. And he said, we're going to build a dream catcher. And I was seven and it was sleepaway camp. And I was having terrible nightmares. And I was just scared every single night. And it was in the country. You know, I'm a city girl. And it was just very scary for me. And... Um, he said, you know, he explained how the dream catcher worked. He said, mm-hmm. and we weave it, you know, together. Right. And, it, and the dreams it catches, can't go to the middle. They it, all go to the edges. Well, he explained it like this. He said, the uh, the net catches all the nightmares and only lets the dreams go through. Oh, what a great And I remember sitting there in the circle and going, oh, it's exactly what I need. <laughs> At seven, I'm like, this guy, this is what I've been needing. And so I painstakingly, like, he was like, find sticks that you feel are good and strong. And I was like, finding the best sticks. I took it so seriously and I was weaving. And then I hung it on and I never had a nightmare since. It was such a psychological thing. Ever since then? Really? You haven't had a nightmare since you were seven. Well, I probably have, but I don't remember. Right, I used right. to, rem- I used to really have nightmares. I had you two know? nightmares last night, and um, and I'm not saying I haven't had bad sleeps or I haven't had blips of nightmares that I wake up from, but I won't remember to tell you yeah, what yeah, it yeah. is. Um, but I normally, for the most part, knock on would sleep very well. Yeah, I sleep pretty well too. I mean, I, it's not I sleep plenty. Yeah. But I just have nightmares. I don't know why. But I think it's a thing we could do for kids from a young age. Like we should dream captures from that age, because then for the rest of the, like it was so psychologically effective. 
and he was so kind about it and i was like really i don't know i did definitely got a dream catcher but it was from my white uncle who smoked a lot of pot and uh now has a farm in northern california growing pot can you describe his living room (laughs) (laughs) crumbs all the tables (laughs) cups full of crumbs on the tables it was crazy uh that's funny um all right we should wrap the segment and go to the, our second compliment. We're going to go in reverse order. This is a minor compliment now. Uh, so we're going to go backwards. So Katie, you're first. What's your last nice thing about you're going to say about Reefer Madness? I found myself unexpectedly actually invested in Mary and Bill's relationship. When, like I didn't think I was until he cheated on her. And then mm. I realized that I actually didn't want him to do that because she was, like I said, she one of the nice. voices of reason. She was yeah. like one of the only sensible. She's still trying to protect her brother, even though he killed a guy. Yeah. Um, like she's like the like the best person in the movie, and of course she dies. Um, but well, when, yeah. Well, and also I thought he was gonna when he goes to save her, his hallucination made it seem like she was undressing herself. So I thought he was gonna be mad at her at first, and I thought it was gonna go like even worse. Yeah, I did think direction. that was gonna go in a different way. Yeah. And I mean, it still so. ended terribly, but it, I thought it was gonna be even worse. Like he was gonna victimize, or he was gonna you know attack the victim. But like he did, not that like anyone actually saved her in the end. But like I, he did care about her in yeah, some he way. Tried. Yeah, he tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The so. gay man stood up for her. No, that's her brother. The gay yeah. man. No, but her boyfriend. But the boyfriend oh, is the one you were investing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And okay. like the Billy Romeo might Juliet have been thing? gay in real life, too. I yeah. mean, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were in Hollywood in 1936. Right. Chances. <laughs> I loved the way Mary lied to the cops, which I'm generally into. Yeah. But no the way, snitching. No snitching. And, and like immediately she didn't ask like oh what happened they were they were like oh uh so your car was involved uh in this hit and run and she's like i know where it was it was with me the whole time just Mm. default just assumes yeah yeah yeah. a default of lying to the police and being loyal to your family was kind of kind of fun i do like that about mary but maybe that's why like she caught the bullet at the end well yeah because it's a church movie it's like gotta be snitching yeah Mm -hmm. it's like you don't lie to the police yeah good shot yeah the best Mm. people suffer the most yeah Yeah. that's like the eighth commandment my small compliment would probably Perfect. be uh, that the movie was not so clicky. I felt they were very inviting. Mm. They invited oh, everybody yeah, yeah. over for a good time. Uh, they always like, oh, what happened to Bobby's house? You want to come? Yeah. You're all right. right. Come by. And they really were, everybody was inviting everyone everywhere. And, and they it was very nice. By and large, were not all right. They were mostly ins- yeah. permanently insane murderers. Yeah, and they yeah. barely knew some of these people. Yeah, yeah. Some were new to each other. Oh, hi, I'm this. Oh, well, we're going here. You want to come? If somebody like if somebody drove up, if you like in the backseat of your car, you're hanging out with your sister and a boyfriend, and then someone's like, "Hey, we're going up to these old people's apartment." You're like, "Dope, yeah. right?" You just yeah. go. Yeah, can I come? It was like, weird. Sure. Well, maybe in the 30s there wasn't a lot going on. Maybe there weren't a lot of nothing. There was nothing to do back then. Yeah, it was that or Five Guys? It was just nice. Mm-hmm. I found inclusive. Wait, I just occurred to me. Maybe she was not sleeping with the Five Guys. She was eating burgers and fries. Mm, there you go. From Five Guys Burgers and Fries? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's our closer. Don't know when that was <laughs> established. There's our closer. That's it. Well, Harsh. Well, we still need John's count. Oh, Actually, oh. Uh, uh, wait a second. Now we oh. went out of order. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, my compliment will have you close. Okay. Uh, my minor compliment is uh, on the date, uh, Mary and her boyfriend drink hot chocolate from a very fancy silver tea kettle. Oh, yeah. yeah because thanks, Mom. Yeah, because Mom was like, yeah. you can't do this on an empty stomach. Get yeah, some hot get some good hot chocolate in there. That'll help you study. <laughs> but yeah, they're doing like a fake study date where they're going to make out. And mom brings like a silver tray and a silver, beautiful old tea thing, uh, teapot, tea kettle. Not, yeah. It's not even a kettle, but it was the yeah. tall, the, the, yeah. the curvy one, uh, but full of hot chocolate. Just pours them a little Did bit. Did you see how gay it was when he poured that? <laughs> yeah. He was like, 
I mean, I was like, oh, come out, come out wherever you are. That's true. <laughs> and did you see the only real stoner moment in the whole movie? When he fell into the pond. Oh, yeah, he was backing up. He was like, so that's like the literal only stoner move <laughs> in the whole movie. It was like, oh. He got caught making out with the mom's, with the daughter. Yeah, the not with the mom. Whoa. I was going to say with the mom's daughter, and then I was like, that's redundant. Right, yeah. But yeah, mom caught caught her. And caught mom them. didn't really care. She was like, yeah, oh, you too. And then Look he backed you. away into the fountain. Yeah, she did not care. I no. was surprised by how Lucy. Yeah, she was like, well, I brought y'all hot chocolates. I assume things were going to be You want some hot good. chocolate? I'm cool, mom. All right, I'm out. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> John, minor compliment. Uh, my minor compliment is I enjoyed the use of eyeshadow, so I know who was stoned. Oh, um, yeah. yeah they, <laughs> they made it nice and easy for us because it's a black and white film. Can't see the eyes, so we can't right. see if they're red or not. So right. Close in zooms on the face oh, so yeah. with the with the brows are casting the shadows. That was very much a feature. Oh yeah, I couldn't tell <coughs> all the blonde women with the curls. I couldn't tell who they were no. for yeah. Most it was of the movie. it was a little hard to figure out. At the end, I remember I could kind of figure out who was Ralph's lady. You know, like <laughs> like yeah. you know, like at the end, you can kind of figure that out. But it, throughout most of the film, I was like, oh, I don't really know. And I didn't know who was like kids and who was grown ups. Yeah, like, yeah, they were yeah. like the, the age is so like Ralph <laughs> looks so like a hundred to me. <laughs> I didn't know like parent. I was like, you're her mom. Like the adults are like thirty, and they were like, how dare you invite those kids up here? Those twenty nine year olds. They all looked yeah. the same age. Yeah, they did. But at least the eyeshadow helped. It, it did. Really well, yeah, and especially because the cigarettes and the joints were so interchangeable. It oh, was yeah. good to know. <laughs> That's how you know. All right. Well, I guess we end on that. We should end it on the five guys. You're right. That was a better closer. Yeah, yeah. Well, we could end on the fact that uh, uh, Ralph's real, the real life person, uh, he, uh, Ralph, the real <laughs> you, life person. You dug way into real life Ralph. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he died on a boat called the White Cloud. And I thought that what? was, yeah, I thought that was wow. amazing. How old was he? This is Dave O'Brien. Yeah, Dave O'Brien. Oh, I want to see a pic. Yeah. Uh, well, the pic is from. It's from Reefer Madness, Madness, and it's him looking very angry and the smoke <laughs> was around that him. His biggest hit. Probably. Oh. Uh, well, yeah. Oh, let's see. He uh, he appeared in many low-budget we- westerns, often billed as Tex. His, <laughs> he was his stage name was Tex. Tex. Apparently. Um, he died on a bow needle, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. He did some uh, MGM shorts. Um, and he was in the oh, and he uh, had a small dancing part uh, in the Busby Berkeley musical Forty Second Street. Good for, good so for he me. was like a background dancer. That's what they. Said. Yeah, I guess that's okay. A <laughs> um, he appeared in the Devil Bat as part of a comedy team. The Devil Bat. All right, we're clicking on the Devil Bat in 1940, um, seeing if this is bringing us a great joke. Nope. No, he was playing with Bella Lugosi. Oh wow! In huh. the Devil Bat. So he had some legitimacy. Well, he did die on a yacht. Or so, yeah, yeah. You know. So he died on a yacht. Yeah, called the White Cloud. What happened? I think he was racing and had a heart attack. Or oh shit! Wow, it's going out really bang. Um, that's not a terrible. Yeah, I. On that note. He had a heart attack aboard the sixty-foot sloop named the White Cloud. Yeah. Wow. So it comes full circle. <laughs> Even he knew. His biggest hit was Reefer Madness. Yes. It's like <laughs> he made sure when I die, it's going to be on a white cloud. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. That is it for our show. We're going to be back next week. Next week, we're talking about The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu, um, which is not terrible. Um, but we just want to be sad right now, right? 
We're going to know about it. Are you bringing Robbie back for that one? Because <laughs> I think she'll have... She might have some opinions. You have you watched it yet? Some... I know you don't like movies. No, well, first of all, it's a show. It's a, I'm just and I love movies. And I love... T- I like both of those mediums a lot. I like movies almost preferably to TV, though it's very close, just because the full story is out in two hours. Yeah. Have you watched Have you watched any Handsmaid's Tale, then? Yes, I've watched a couple. Of, it's a little slow for me off the top right now, and mm. I grew up Hasidic, so I'm like, yeah, 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 same, same. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Um, Enjoy. I can't wait. Uh, well, we're, we've done a lot of uh, dystopia and a lot of young adult stuff over the years on the show, and so I think it'll be good. Uh, also... Is, Edward, is that young adult? Second City young adult? Is this adult adult? I haven't actually watched it yet. I got the impression it was young adult. Was it adult adult? I think it's written for adults. Okay. I think it is too, but well, you could be teaching me something. Let's drag sure. out this ending <laughs> as long <laughs> as we can. The, I, I, okay. Um, I feel like you've been very judgy of my show. Incredibly judgy. That's um, what I'm here for. Yeah. I feel like we're on like the fifth thrust and you're like not sure if we're going to do two more. <laughs> uh, uh, a big thank you to uh, I was going to say big thanks to Crom. Small thanks to Crom. Big thanks to <laughs> Sexpot Comedy for uh, uh, helping us in, with the studio space. And they produce a lot of great uh, podcasts, a lot of pot related podcasts. And actually the guy who works here just left and I don't get to ask him like how weird was it hearing us talk about pot so inexperiencedly as a person who's like worked in the industry for so long. The industry. That's nice of you to call it. That. It's an industry here. Yeah. They have this so point. much. I went to that industry party on 420. So much goddamn money in this city in the pot industry. All in cash, but a ton of money. It was like, and that, like I went to like the, the so the 420 on the block, block party is like people can come and buy tickets and you have to go smoke in a bus because you can't smoke inside and then you go to these bars and it's just like a party and then you go to the industry party and everybody was in fancy things and there was just pot everywhere there you got there were there were cups of different things on your table and then everybody and in this corner is where we got all these fancy electronic things and it was just so much free shit at that party there's a lot of money in it it was fun you can't travel with pot can you you can if you're good at no. it. <laughs> Legally, no. They're not looking for it anymore. Yeah, they don't yeah. look for it. We were just talking about that, actually. They used to say, the TSA had a thing on their website that said we're not looking for pot anymore, and then they took that down. But we know. I want to let everyone know I'm not planning to travel with pot. Is that in case, in case the, the TSA, TSA is listening? <laughs> <laughs> we have 17 listeners. 15 of them <laughs> work for the TSA. <laughs> it's really boring All job. looking for Robbie. <laughs> uh, so, and thanks again to Amazon for uh, sponsoring the show. Go to Amazon whenever you're buying something on Amazon, and we get a portion. Now, thanks to everybody for being here first at KT Nuggin on Twitter. Uh, thanks, Katie. Thanks for having me. It was good times. It was, and you got to be an expert on something. No, but this is a thing you like. You so here's the th- you think Everybody people has so much animosity. That's that weird. Yeah, he uh, set it that up. Side of the table it's so almost really it's so fun with you though because you're easily bothered. It's yeah. almost like uh, you guys smoked the reefer and now you're aggressive. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah, I'm gonna Uh-oh. kill you later. Whoa. Um, <laughs> no, I guess that was a weird way to say it. You're totally right, but you think people always think you don't drink or or smoke. That people just assume that you are. Not into that, and because so because of my race. Mm-hmm. Because oh, that's, of oh, it's definitely because of my race. That's mm-hmm. awful thing to say, but it's true. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. And then they assume I do because of my race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that rough? What do you guys assume about me? Exactly what you said. You don't like things in you. That's what I assume. You don't like things in you. At John Durnell, J O N D U R N E L L on Twitter. Thanks, John. None of that H business. Thank you. I don't need it. And uh, at I am Robbie Hoffman. 
uh, R-O-B-B-Y Hoffman on Twitter. Thanks for being here, Robbie. Thank you for having me. This has been my favorite podcast. I know it doesn't read loud. There's no way that that sounds true. Why don't you listen to the other podcast I've been on and then you tell me (laughs) that that's not true. uh, This is a great brand for you. Unhappy podcast guest. (laughs) I've done your show. I hate it. No, this is this is my favorite, and I do encourage you to know that that's true through listening to some other ones. I think. Is that just a backhanded way of getting me to try to listen to every podcast you've no, been on? No, I don't even know how to find them. <laughs> we might never know. That shows how much she cared about him, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank I you. It has been to my fun. Own epi. Um, it is fairly common for people to uh, uh, to be a little uh, aggressive towards me. I do bring that so on myself. Easy. Yeah, I know. To have. This much, uh, so I have like privilege and also a lot of fragility. It's a really great place for people to make fun of me. Yeah, you're wearing an owl with glasses on your shirt. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot going on. The t shirt I'm wearing, the owl's wearing the same glasses that I have in real life. It's adorable. Yeah, it's interesting you choose to associate yourself with an animal that's generally considered smart and wise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, great eyesight. Also, vomits up pellets full of tiny bones. May I be excused? Yeah, all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Goodbye. <laughs> Huh? <laughs>